Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm your guest bailiff, Monty Belmonte from 93.9 The River in Northampton, Massachusetts, in for Jesse Thorne. This week, legal Holson. Lisa brings the case against her husband, Matt. Matt has accumulated a large collection of socks. He began with solid colors and now has expanded to fancier patterned socks. Lisa says the collection has gotten out of hand and wants Matt to cull the herd. Matt says, put a sock in it, Lisa. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and socks it to them with an obscure cultural reference. I visited the home of a client in her 50s. As always, we started with her clothes. We moved through her wardrobe at a smooth pace, finished the underwear, and were ready to start organizing her socks. But when she pulled open her sock drawer... I could not suppress a gasp. It was full of potato-like lumps that rolled about. She had folded back the tops to form balls and tied her stockings tightly in the middle. I was speechless. Let me state here and now, never, ever ball up your socks. I pointed to the balled-up socks. I said, look at them carefully. This should be a time for them to rest. Do you really think your socks can get any rest like that? End quote. Guest bail of Monty Belmonte swear them in. Lisa and Matt, please rise and raise your right hands. But raise them as sock puppets and come up with fancy sock puppet voices to answer when I ask you. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, about socks, whole and holy, So help you sock demon or whatever evil being constantly steals that other matching sock somewhere out of my laundry. I do. I do. That was not a cute puppet voice, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling despite the fact that he is not wearing any socks in the middle of a New England winter? Oh, I do. Lisa? I do. I love it. Thank you. Judge Hodgman, you may proceed. Lisa and Matt, you may be seated. Let me just first of all say, it's so nice to be here in the studios of WRSI, the River 93.9 in Northampton, Massachusetts, my part-time hometown, with my guest bail of Monty Belmonte, but I do not like these cutesy sock voices at all. I like them. I think they should do the whole thing like that. You always bring an interesting energy to the program. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a Muppet energy. I don't don't like these cutesy voices. I don't you. Oh, please don't. Matt and Lisa, for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors, can either of you name the piece of culture that I quoted as I entered the courtroom? Matt? No. All right. No, I Lisa? can't name that. No. I'm sorry, Judge. I can't either. You can't? I cannot. You ha- <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with contractions. I wasn't correcting you. <laughs> I wasn't correcting you. I was just saying you can't. Correct. <laughs> you are uh, correct. I cannot. Thank you. I thank you. Uh, yeah, that is a quote from a book that I have a feeling you guys are going to be purchasing multiple copies of. Go set a watchman? No. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Oh. Which is a best-selling book that uh, both I... And our mutual best friend bought for my wife for Christmas two copies Hmm. of the tidying up book. (laughs) So we got extras now. This is a book Marie Kondo is changing lives with the tidying up. Basically, the whole the whole premise is you take all their all your belongings, you put them all on the floor, and you touch each one, and you determine does this give me joy? And if the answer is yes, you keep it. And if the answer is no, honestly, no. Throw it away, even if it's a gift from your children. Throw it away. <laughs> and obviously she's got some ideas about socks because you ball up those socks. And uh, they don't, they get all, what she says is they don't get to rest. What she means is they get all stretched out. So Matt, you have a whole bunch of socks. Lisa, you are married to Matt. Correct. And you bring the case before this court. You seek justice. What justice do you seek? A ban of any more socks coming into this house without some socks leaving. Quick question. 
How many would you guess Matt has? Well, I actually did a count, but it, the count doesn't count because I was at 107, but his laundry wasn't finished and we have a lot of unmated socks. Uh, so, but you have 107 confirmed pair socks? Confirmed pair. Not 53 and a half. And this is just, this is just Matt's collection. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Matt. I'm not, I don't care about your socks. We'll get to your socks in a moment. So 107 pairs of socks matched. Yes. And then, uh, and then some remnants. I'm looking at a picture of the socks that you sent in. And Marie, Marie Kondo would be very mad at you, Matt. Matt. Yes. Your wife wants to hold your sock purchasing at 107. Most sane people would agree that's probably enough socks. Why, why is this unjust? I mean, if I go out and I see a cool looking pair of socks, it's a good deal. I want to be able to buy them. Wait, cool socks? You, they're khaki. How cool can khaki socks get? Now, wait khaki a minute. And white and black. There's no accounting for taste. Matt, you guys are married? Yes, we are. How long have you guys been married? A uh, little over 11 years. little over 11 years. And what is your age, Matt? I'm uh, 40 years old. You're 40 years old. And, and without getting into specifics and presuming that you know, is your wife uh, younger or older than you or about the same age? Uh, she's older than I am. All right. Well, we won't get into any, any deeper than that because we're we're a polite podcast. Lisa, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 42. You're 42. Well, she's not so that not, much older. She's way older. Whoa, Matt. Where do you guys Where do you guys live? Uh, we live in South Carolina. Yeah. Huh? Where about? Um, just just south of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Just over the border. Just yes. over the border. Yes. All right. Very nice. Where are you guys both from? Are you both Car- Carolin- Carolingians? No, we're both originally from Ohio. What? Did you grow up talking that way in Ohio? I mean, look, I'm not a dialect. I'm not a dialect expert, but I was I was feeling pretty pretty strongly southern when I first started hearing you guys. Do I, do I guess wrong, Lisa? Well, we've been here for a while, so maybe we picked up a few. Uh... I don't know. Accents. Are you from Ohio originally? Whereabouts? Southern Ohio? <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. De- Buzz marketing. For sports. Yeah. Worse, collegiate sports. I don't even understand that reference. It's a, it's a, a, the Ohio State University Buckeyes, correct? Yes. I, I thought it. it was a kind of footwear. I yes. love it when I know a sports thing. <laughs> Go Bucks. Go mocks, go fight in mocks. <laughs> uh, oh, you're from Columbus, Ohio, dead center. A town without an accent. That's correct. When you go home, what do your parents say? Like, why are you talking funny? When I squeak out a y'all, I really hear it. What brought you guys, uh, Lisa, what brought you guys to South Carolina? Um, Matt got a job mm-hmm. at... Uh, power plant and he got out of the navy and he was in in nuclear area so Mm -hmm. now he works for a nuclear power plant oh so no wonder you need so many socks matt that is correct why do you need why do you need so why well here i do have a question you have you have quite a few pairs of socks and your wife accuses you of having more than perhaps your share of khaki colored socks is that right that's correct now how come khaki well we have to wear uh khaki pants at work Uh uh-huh match the match the socks to the pants you have to match the socks to the pants well you don't have to oh okay that that is the fashion rule well i was just a little confused because you are you are no longer in the navy right what was your rank and position in the united states navy i was a uh petty officer first class Petty officer, color coordinator. Well, uh, we're all black, blue and black in the mm-hmm. Navy. So we have lots of black socks, too. But I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is this a, is this a this matching your socks to your pants, uh, a naval uniform code? Is this something you picked up in the Navy? I just want to know. I don't want to I don't want to insult the men and women of our Navy. 
But if they're if they're telling you in the Navy that your pants, that your socks have to match the color of your pants, the the whole the U.S. government is wrong. Well, I mean, uh, and not all the uniforms do they match the socks to the pants because the enlisted white uniform you wear yeah. black socks with white pants. Yeah. Okay. So, but did you have regulations in the Navy about sock color? Yes. All right. Tell me what the regulation was. Khaki pants, khaki socks. Well, I, my uniform wasn't khaki pants uh-huh. when I was in. That it was black pants and black socks, uh-huh. or you had blue pants and black socks, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then one of your one of your one of your dress uniforms was white pants with black socks, and all with navy sandals. Isn't that the sandals, part of, of course? Yeah, right. right. Navy navy sandals, and uh, and then like a big John McEnroe headband. Like that's the navy uniform, right? Yeah, it look, looks like that guy on. Um, the YMC group, the village people. Yeah, that's right. Like that Navy guy. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Second of all, why do you have to? So you work at a nuclear power facility currently? That's correct, yes. And they tell you you got to wear those khaki pants, or is that your own choice? No, we have to wear um, distinctive dress. From the, the government says that we have to look different than everybody else that works there for the operations portion of it. And... um our, my particular uniform is khaki pants and a white shirt. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> so the government says, do you work in a government facility or is it a private facility? Like what's the, is it a nuclear power plant? It's a Catawba nuclear station. Okay. And it is administered by the United States government? Yeah, it's uh well, we have a regulatory, nuclear regulatory commission. Okay. So, and we have okay. guidelines on what, uniforms this like is real- each level of operations that's a different <laughs> this is really what the nuclear regulatory commission is most concerned with sounds like obamacare for fashion to me yeah. this is their this is their top all right all right before before we start before we start talking about the safety of the reactor can we just settle what color pants matt's group is going to have is it going to be pleated or non-pleated khakis good question actually do you have to cho- choose? I mean, obviously, no one in their right mind would ever choose pleated. But do you have a choice? You have a choice, and most of the people choose the plain front. <laughs> but some of the uh, older, sure. more portly gentlemen wear the uh, pleated. Which front. which one are you? Which one are you, Matt? I'm the plain front. All right, we can see eye to eye on this. So there is, but there is not. It's not written into your job code. That socks match the pant, or or is it? Like if you wore no, the socks aren't because you don't have. I'm I'm looking. Your your wife Lisa sent in some really disturbing images of a sock collection. And you have quite a few white socks, quite a few black socks. You could wear any of those at work, right? You can if you want to be that guy. You know, wearing the white socks with your khaki pants. Are you saying that if you? Uh, no, I I white socks. White socks are for athletic use only. You're wearing sneaker. What kind of shoes are you wearing? Nuclear nuclear Crocs. <laughs> with the with the furry insides, so I could probably get away with that. But ah, yeah, I wear um, yeah, I wear uh, dress shoes. Right. You don't want to wear white socks with dress shoes. No way. You want to wear yeah. Not unless you're Elvis. If you're Elvis, you can wear whatever you want. You can, and you can go into any, it, it's true, uh, Richard Nixon gave Elvis special permission to go into any nuclear power plant and yeah. just run it if he wanted. It was part of his deal. All right. So basically what I'm getting is there's no specific work regulation for you to have as many khaki socks as you have. And you also have a pretty basic good understanding of what sock goes with what kind of outfit. You do, you do have to wear a very specific khaki and white shirt uniform for your level of work within this nuclear power plant, which I find fascinating, but not germane to your obsessive collecting of socks. So how come so many socks? Well, I've, I buy quality socks, so they, they last. This is not about quality, sir. Last. This is about quantity. Uh, I understand, but... I was I was getting there. I'm, I'm right. coming around to that. All right. Um, 
So when I go out and I see new socks, like they, I saw some that were like, uh, like multicolored. It'd be like a tortoise shell color. I was like, well, that's a good deal. I'm going to buy those socks. And then I just enter those into the mix. And I can't throw away a good pair of socks that I already have. So I just. Oh, I see. So the, just, because, because you're, you are compelled to buy only the finest socks and the most durable socks, they stick around. That's right. And, and, and because you are buying a pair of socks every other day. <laughs> there are well, quite it's a few not necessarily every other day. I haven't bought any new ones since Christmas. Oh, well, for, for the record, uh, it is now February 17th of 2015. <laughs> you know when the last time I bought socks was? February 17th, Ooh. 2012. Oh. No. I was excited to see them for a second. Uh, probably, probably more recently. But how often, Lisa, how often does Matt buy socks, would you say? Because he's talking about he's talking about buying some. First of all, I don't know what a tortoise shell colored sock is. <laughs> You're talking about like a like a motley, like a brown, like a like a camo. I think it has a picture of a ninja turtle on it. <laughs> yeah. it, would, it would almost be like a uh, desert camouflage looking like a desert camo sock, sock? But not. Yeah, or like a uh, a tortoise shell cat, maybe like the brown and black and blonde cats that are all mixed up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know the kind of cat. Yeah, like a yeah. Like a like a what what do you like a torty like a torty cat the kind that they deploy in uh, desert combat situations because you can't see them. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Yeah, particularly if they're manx and t- tailless. That way, nothing sticks up. They're good for they're good for recon. I'm going to ask you a very uh, serious Na- question. Honorary Navy SEALs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a very serious question though. Here, Matt, do you have any camouflage pattern socks? I don't have any right, camouflage good. socks. No, no, right, no, 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 no. I just need to know what I'm dealing with here. So, Lisa, how many? How, I don't have any hunting socks either. What would hunting? What would a hunting sock look like? Bright orange? Well, it's like those gray socks with the big band at the top, or stuff like that. You know, like I'm not going out in the woods with any of my socks. No, no, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't uh, risk in uh, harming your collection in that way. That's right. I might catch a thorn in one or something. Right. These are for dress shoe, dress shoe use only when near nuclear reactions. That's right. What do you do? What do you do with that nuclear reactor? You move those rods in and out. You control the reaction. You hold the lives of everyone around you in your hand. That's, uh, basically. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm. I'm committed to uh, protect the uh, health and safety of the public. All right. That's Why what, what the Nuclear Regulatory Commission tells us. <laughs> oh, oh, what are you making a joke? <laughs> this is a, you guys just may laugh about the Nuclear Regulatory Commission behind their backs all the time at work. You turning on you 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 turning switches off and on without knowing what they're doing just for fun? No, we don't do that. I mean, but. Uh, I mean, we don't make fun of them. They can shut us down, and then my my paycheck goes away. All right. What is your What is your job specifically? If you are able to say, I'm a nuclear reactor operator, uh, like a licensed nuclear reactor operator from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Like they they give me a license to operate the reactivity additions to the core. And so, how what uh, what 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 are the hours on that job? It's uh, six to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, either a.m. as a.m. to p.m. or p.m. to a.m. depending on it's twenty four hours a day that we're worth someone's there. Oh, well, I would hope so, but your shift is typically six six to six six to six, and I rotate from day shift to night shift. Are they concerned that you might get into a sleep pattern that will will keep you alert during your work time instead of being constantly <laughs> sleep deprived? Why are they that, rotating that's one you? One of from, our biggest. Yeah. It's, it's because uh, we're, there's five different crews that all of us were. It's like a little family that, that you're together at the nuclear plant. And then you, uh, like, when I go in tonight, I'll be relieving somebody so they can go home. And then somebody will work the weekend. And then we got people in training, doing continual training mm-hmm. on the uh, simulators. You ever do the Kobayashi Maru test? Oh, 
I know that's a Star Trek reference, yeah, but I we, can't remember what that is. <laughs> is that like when Spock went and like looked in it? Uh, killed himself. That was not, sir. How dare you? How dare you? That was not a. That was not a simulation. That was real fake story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Kobayashi Maru is when uh, when Kirk faces an unwinnable situation and he rigs the game so that he can win it. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And he's accused no. of not of not ever having to face true loss. And then Spock Spock uh sacrifices himself to save the Enterprise because the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And then Kirk finally feels true loss. And then after Spock before they send Spock down to the Genesis planet as a memento to his friend, Kirk takes the socks that Spock was wearing. And you can see in the background of all the future movies, he always keeps them in his cabin. I've gone very, I got very silly there. I apologize. You know, it all started because Monty Belmonte was making these sock puppet jokes. Well, so you are part of a team and you guys rotate out because no one wants to have the night shift every night. Is that correct? That's correct. Do you hate the other teams? The other squads? Like, is there rivalry? Yeah. No, there isn't any rivalry, but um, I mean, but you uh, you get closer to like your team, right? Than the other ones, but I mean, we all we all know each other because when somebody needs a uh, like a vacation day or something, we have to go in on the other team and cover that spot. Uh-huh. Is it your team? Would you say your team or your group? Your working group? What would you call it? Your dudes? Your guys? Are there all guys? Are there any women? What's the, what's? Tell me more. Um. Well, there's. There's a few women that work there. Like there, there's a couple girls on uh, my team, but mm-hmm. they're called shifts. And okay. um, and then um, most of them are guys. Okay, and, you, and most of us are Navy veterans. Gotcha. And so, do the men and women of your shift also have as many socks as you do? I don't know. I I mean, uh, I asked one guy. How many pairs of socks he had? And he didn't know, just because I was trying to uh, prepare for uh, the litigation here. You really anticipated my question very <laughs> well, sir. When you speak to a, a trusted professional colleague, someone in your shift, someone that you work with closely, and you ask him how many socks does he have, and he doesn't know how many, does that change your opinion of that guy? No, not necessarily. All right. Well, I mean, but we are all buying uh, trendy socks now, so and everybody's trying to outdo each other. So, <clears throat> is this going on at work? You are in a trend. You you guys are all buying trendy socks together as part of a work game. Well, uh, some of us. Who? Not everybody, but a few of us. Are. How how many is a few? Probably four or five. What kind, when you say trendy socks, aside from these tortoise shell desert camo socks, what other kinds of trendy socks are you guys getting? Well, we got some uh, like some pretty loud striped socks. Uh-huh. Some uh, some uh, some cool looking argyle socks. Yeah. Um, a couple people have like uh, SpongeBob socks or Superman socks. It's really the only way you can. Uh, Express yourself individually at work. What's the craziest sock you've worn to work? They're blue and they have like pink and uh, some other color stripes on them. And then I have a pair of light blue and red Argyle socks. Oh, I think I see. I think that I think your wife took clandestine photos of your exciting socks and sent them in. Yeah, I know. She... I did three, three. Okay. So this is this. This is evidence. This is marked photo number two of evidence submitted by Lisa. You can find it on our blog. Uh, photo number one is the sea of socks. Uh, khakis, white and black, 107 pair. But, says Lisa, I might add this did not include dirty socks or unmated socks, which would put us closer to 160, I am guesstimating, end quote. And then photo number two, here are your Matt's exciting socks, three pair. Uh, some light blue argyle and then a couple of different stripes. Okay. Okay. So, Lisa, 
Well, uh, how is this a, a problem I mean, for your life that Matt is accentuating his uh, regulatorily drab uniform with uh, some crazy argyles and a whole bunch of khakis? Okay, I'm not opposed to the this contest that they're having for flashy socks or whatever they're they're called. No, because my husband is. If if this is a contest for flashy socks, I'm afraid Matt is losing badly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I appreciate that his step up from khaki to argyle is a big it may, is a big step. But if there are some if there are some dudes out there flashing some SpongeBob show sets, forget it. But we can talk about that game in a minute. Okay. Um, he is a very conservative dresser anyway, and um, those socks have been around since we've been married. He hasn't got rid of gotten rid of any of the khaki socks, yeah. nor the black socks. Yeah, and I venture to guess any of the white socks. Yeah, and it becomes a problem because of this. <clears throat> he refuses to make the socks when he does laundry. When when we both do laundry, so it's equal share. But one thing he refuses to do is make the socks. And so it used to be that we used to have literally clothes baskets full of unmated socks. Now, when they are mated, which most of them are now, we do have a, you know some that aren't. Um, they don't even fit in his dresser drawer. So he says he needs a new dresser. And I say, for what? All my socks. He has a full dresser, a, a very large dresser. His sock drawers are larger than my drawers. They can't even close. There's so many socks. So I don't have a problem per se with khaki socks or black socks. You know, he's conservative. I, I can do that. And I'm actually kind of excited. I was excited to see these little striped socks yeah, yeah. but something's got to give and when, we're going to suffocate under socks and when you're talking about him mating the socks you're talking about mm-hmm. m- matching the socks after they come out of the wash and putting them away i'm not sure i understand what is what is matt's refusal to mate the socks mean he just throws them all he just throws them all in the drawer without putting them together no, 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 no. Oh, no. They just get thrown in a pile somewhere in the house, either on the floor where he has put the other laundry. Clean socks? Or, yes, clean socks. Matt, you put a pile of clean socks on your floor? No, they're in a basket. Uh, I beg and to differ. And then sometimes they mm. have been dumped out All right. to try and find a match. Right. Matt. So look, I, I sent in evidence. Yeah. Which photo should I be looking at here? Um, of uh, his, he does a wonderful four. job folding laundry. Well, uh-huh. of course he's from, he was and in the Navy. And then you'll see this. Photo exactly, four. Which I, I'm, I don't fold as well as he does. Bailiff, uh, guest bailiff uh, Monty entered photo four in the record. This is Matt's laundry day. A quote from Lisa. He does a fantastic job with folding and sorting. He's much neater than I am when it comes to folding and sorting. But look to the right close up below. I see a pile of socks. And that, and so once, right now all these clothes are on the floor, Matt, what happens to the socks? You put them away somewhere? You put them in a drawer? Well, I'll put them in a basket and take them up to the bedroom. And if I get around to it, I'll put them in the drawer. That's a lie. <laughs> He's lying. That's a <laughs> serious <laughs> accusation. I, I just don't, I know, it's, it's like I'm on a different uh, TV judge show here or something. When you wa- <laughs> you're not, he's not being honest. When you wake up in the morning, Matt, and you're get, and you're looking for socks, where do you look? Well, currently they're all in my drawer. <laughs> in real life, when you're not dressing up for something serious like going to fake internet court, and instead are just going to your dumb job running a nuclear reactor, where do you get those? Where are those socks being pulled from? A drawer, a pile on the floor, a basket. Answer. Well, probably a majority of the time they'd be in a basket. All right. But I have procured the guest bedroom's dresser for my sock dresser. Uh, so that's not fair. That's where they all are. Why now. don't you just turn the guest bedroom into your sock room? It's actually my uh, getting ready for work room. Lisa, does Matt have any other items of clothing that he has as many pairs as this? 
Like, does he also have 25 pairs of khakis or 35 white shirts? Yes. Really? Yes. Well. Tell me the number. He. Oh, I, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that, but it's. Ballpark it. Many, many. And actually, six brand new just came in the mail. Six brand new. I would venture to six say. Six brand new what? Probably pairs of khaki uh-huh. pants. Uh-huh. Um, I would say 15 to 20 pairs of khaki pants and maybe, I don't know, 15, 15, 20 to 30 white shirts. No, 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 no. It's close. Matt, but he has many? to hang them in another closet. I have 20 pairs of khakis, all work supplied. All right, no, actually, no. I have 11 pairs of khakis work supplied. And then. Um, Wait a minute. Are you telling me? Oh no! Hang on, I got. Are you eight. telling me that you, when you work, when you work, when you work for a nuclear reactor, you get free pants? <laughs> Is that where my tax dollars are going? Yeah, I, we get free pants and free shirts. <gasps> See, Obamacare fashion. Okay, so you have eleven. You have eleven government pants and eleven government shirts. No, I have a, they changed our logo at work. So my original allotment of shirts, I'm no longer allowed to wear them. Right. You just throw them into the, into the reactor. Yeah. <laughs> he won't get rid of any of them though. That's, that's my whole issue. He won't get rid of any socks. He still has shirts from high school. And he said, I bought these shirts the day after high school. They're still from after high school. Why won't you throw away your old high school shirts? Well, they're not high school shirts. Well, okay. you well, know, he won't donate anything. Let's let's don't be argumentative, sir. I'm asking you a question. What's the do you ha, do you have more than one shirt that dates back to your early 20s? Would you say? Well, I mean, I have some shirts like when I uh, got out of nuclear power school, I have my class T-shirt from that. Well, I would not throw that away either. Dear old nuclear power, you. <laughs> <It's>, That's right. <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Do you dispute that you have more? Pants and shirts and socks than are required by your job where you are actually ordered to wear the same thing every day? Oh, I might have more than what's required if I want to do laundry you have, every week. You have 11 pairs of khakis. No, government khakis. I, he has Lisa, his own Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. I'm sorry. Sorry. You just let me, just because I pause doesn't mean I'm not going to, I'm not just taking a little moment here to twist the knife, okay? You have 11 pairs of khakis, hold, just from the government, and an unspecified number of khakis that you have bought with your own money for a job that you only work at five to seven times a week by law of time. You could go for you could easily go for two weeks without ever doing a load of laundry. That's right. All right. So would you not would you agree that you have more than you need? Who's not I'm not making a value judgment. Just asking you to acknowledge. Well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely more than I need. Right. Because we work in four day stretches. So I mean I I really only need four of each. Right. Every year they buy us they give us a allotment of new stuff. So one definition of aesthetic is to say artistic. I can't remember who said this. I don't know if it was Kant. Anyway, one definition is uh, a a thing uh, that you appreciate, though it provides no no practical purpose. Hmm? It It is an expression, perhaps, of your personality that you have these many khakis, pants and socks, right? Part of who you are. You, you don't need as many as you do. My question to you is, and I want you to think about this. Do you have this many khakis because they give you joy to have this many khakis? Or because you feel compelled to have a lot of khakis? No, they are... <laughs> I haven't bought myself any new khakis since my job provides the since Groundhog Day, <laughs> right? Yeah, but before I mean, before 
before my position, I worked at, out in the plant, and you didn't wear, like, dress khakis. So when I wanted to go out somewhere, I had to have a couple pair of regular khakis. I guess what I'm asking, sir, is do you feel you have a problem? I don't have a problem. Do you ever buy... You go to meetings if you have a problem. Do you... <laughs> Look, I'll decide whether or not you're going to a meeting. <laughs> As a khaki hoarder. Do you ever find yourself late at night ordering socks online? Do you, I do researched that, socks online. <laughs> you've researched oh my what kind of sock research <laughs> well, are you re, doing? Well, I, I didn't know this. Well, I didn't not know research. This. I've gone on to uh, internet shopping sites to see uh, if I could find any. Because a guy at work told me that he bought all his online, and I was going to try and find uh, like the sock mecca. This you know, so news to me. I didn't know this. You ever get a bunch of socks in the mail and don't remember ordering them? <laughs> no, I've, I've never. Uh, I haven't ordered them yet. All right. Lisa, is your objection. So how, how Lisa, how big is your house? About 3,200 square feet. How many, how many bedrooms? We've got four bedrooms. All right. Do you have any children? Well, one's in college and one's in high school. Okay. You have a guest bedroom that is currently being used as Matt's getting his Dressing socks on room. boudoir. Yeah. Exactly, yes. He does his own laundry? Or you guys split it 50-50 for real? Yes, we do it 50-50 for real. I'm going to kind of ask you the same question that I asked him. I asked him, he has more, he has more socks just... We'll just stay on socks from in here because I can't even dig into the cat. And for now, I never got around to the white shirts. More socks than he needs, obviously, but it, it provides something to him. Some aesthetic pleasure beyond practical use, right? Is your objection to his sock hoarding a practical or aesthetic objection? That is to say, is this getting in your in your way on a practical day-to-day basis like gumming up the works of your laundry or taking up room in the house that you need for other reasons, or is all that okay? You just, it bothers you on some aesthetic, non-practical level, some that he has so many socks. Well, I would say a little bit of both, but um, right now it's the reasoning of he doesn't make them, they don't fit in the drawers. Now we had to move to another room to put his khakis in Um and it, it's gotten better because now I have mated the socks. I mean, it would take actually, you know what? It used to be so bad when our kids made us mad. We would make them mate the socks out of the laundry basket. As family That's punishment. Bad. That's right. But now I've, I've tried to catch up because my goal was any unmated sock gets trashed. Do you think no your husband has, do you think your husband has a problem? Does he have a compulsion? I, and that goes beyond the socks. Yes, he won't get rid of anything. How many socks would you like him to throw away? Um, <laughs> how many socks would you like him to oh, have? Oh, for half of them. Right. Okay, how many would I like? Ten of each. So 30 socks. Oh, ten of each. 30 socks. But I, I would like for him to continue on this. Um, I like his um, his wild and crazy socks. I like his wild and so crazy 40, socks. So 40 socks, 10 white, 10 khaki, sure. 10 black, 10 crazy. And by crazy, I mean they striped. <laughs> Correct. So that's 60, 60 to 70 socks you got to get rid of if I were to find in your favor. Matt, do you have a problem with that? Well, with the white socks, because <laughs> I, I did the math earlier on the socks, and I figure if you have... With all the different types of white socks, you have crew socks, you have ankle socks, and you have no-show socks. Mm-hmm. And all of the, they all come in like an eight to ten pack of socks when you go buy them. Mm-hmm. So I'm already into it for 30 socks right there. Do you have any socks in your, in your, within reach right now? No, I don't. All right. Go get a pair of socks. Go get a pair of socks. Just grab, grab a pair at random. While he's doing that, Lisa, why not just let him have as many socks as he wants? I don't know. I don't know that answer because how how much how many more socks does he want? 
what's the limit? How is it? I how, mean, we're going to have to buy another house. Do you think, is that a realistic concern? <laughs> well, I don't know. He's moved his socks into another room. Um, when did he move the socks into the well, other room? Well, because there no, was when, no room when, in when, his dresser. When? when? Oh, I did it actually. He and I say I can't fit any more in. You know what? I'm going to start putting them in the other room. And he said that's a good idea. Go ahead and do that. So I had to do that. Like I don't know about less than a month ago. Is I this an issue that has got I put them in there? Is this an issue that has gotten worse or has stayed the same for say the past five years? Oh, worse because they've accumulated. He doesn't get rid of any of them. And that's what's happening is he, I put him on a sock band. And then the next thing I know, I don't know when he buys them because I, I'm never with him when he buys them. And my son will say, I thought you banned dad from buying socks. And I said, I did. And he's like, well, what are those? And there's a whole thing of khaki socks right there. And so I don't understand why he needed more khaki socks. So, um, okay. I just, we don't need, I like, let's donate them to their quality socks. So let's donate some of them to somebody who could use quality socks. Matt. He doesn't want to donate. Are you back? I'm back. Yes. Why don't you want to donate socks that you don't use very often? Well, I mean, it's kind of gross getting used socks. Why do you buy socks if you've agreed to not buy socks? Well, I didn't buy any, but when I was out Christmas shopping, I was at one of the, I was at a, uh, it's not real high end, but it's, it's medium end, uh, store that, and they had these socks up by the counter and I was like, those are some cool socks. So I just went ahead and bought them. Lisa discussed while you were off getting a pair of socks and I don't know how you could have possibly chosen of your collection in that period of time that I gave you, but is it is it true that Lisa has put you on a sock buying ban before? Yeah, she told me not to buy any more socks. And did you and and how did that make you feel? Well, I mean, it doesn't make me mad or anything. And now I just buy them as a joke. No, and I put them out so just to see what she'll say. You know what I'll say. All right, I'm going to ask Lisa one question, then I'm going to ask Matt a question, then I'm going to then I'm going to go into my into my into the room where I keep all of my pocket squares and I'll come to my decision. Lisa does the fact that he has this many socks and continues to buy more and refuses to throw them away. Does this impede his happiness? Is this making him unhappy? No, it's not. All right. Matt, you have a pair of socks in your hand. I do. Is there a garbage bin nearby? (laughs) Yes. All right. Now describe the socks you have in your hand. Oh, these are uh, a pair of all white ankle socks. All right. Do they bring you joy? Uh, no, these particular throw them away. Socks throw them away. Throw, throw them away right now. But if you put away. it on your hand and talk in a puppet no. voice, Shh, Monty, how right. dare you? Trying to save them. Can you throw? Can you throw them away right now? They don't bring you joy. I. I threw them to the garbage can. You threw them to or in? Well, they didn't make it to in. I threw it over there. I'll have to pick them up off the floor. Go pick them up off the floor and put them in the garbage can. Okay. Those are junky socks. Put a nice pair. Lisa, I'm trying to help you here. Can you just, okay, can we, I'm sorry. Monty and Lisa, can you sorry. just give Matt this moment? He's throwing away a pair of socks that don't give him joy. I know. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Baby steps. Matt? Yes, I'm back. Okay. I thought for, you had passed out for a minute. <laughs> no. Was that hard? No, it wasn't hard. How do you feel? Oh, I mean, it, it didn't... Uh, it wasn't like I was like I have a habit or something or I need to like I need cured <laughs> or an intervention or anything. When when this podcast is over, are you going to take those socks out of that garbage can? I've, I don't know. Yeah, Probably right. not. All right. I'm gonna I go, did, I I'm gonna, like all right. That. I think <laughs> I've heard everything I need in order to make my decision. I'm going into my my pocket square room to uh, render my uh, I'll be back in a moment and render my judgment. 
hang on. I got uh, something else to put in here. Uh, Lisa wears my khaki socks. Well, <laughs> I'm going to ask she you to rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom, but I want, I want to know a little bit more about this. How often does Lisa wear yeah, your khaki I, socks, Matt? Well, I, on my days off, I know maybe one or two out of my days off, she'll say, I'm taking a pair of your socks. But I normally go to work before she does, so I don't know if she wears them or not. She could be repeatedly wearing hundreds and hundreds of your socks when you're not even there in that 12-hour shift. Oh, That's right. Okay. Lisa, I do, but it's not pleasurable. It's not I don't pleasurable? Like to wear them. Why aren't you wearing your Have own you, socks? Because I don't need to buy any socks. We've got a sock emporium at our house. But I will say this. Try to wear... Um, it's the equivalent of you wearing... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal socks. I mean, the heel goes all the way up to my Achilles <laughs> tendon. Again, why it's are you not, wearing them then? Because I don't have enough quality socks. You myself. don't even own any socks because Matt owns all the socks in the house. Is that what you're trying to say, Lisa? That is correct, Monty. Thank you for bringing that out. Now, I didn't want to go there, but thank you. Now, I do have a couple questions. Lisa. Do you think that radiation poisoning could be leading to his psychosis? Possibly. They do test him every day when he leaves. What if he needs to run this plant for like three months straight? He has enough socks that if he had to bring them with him and one, pack them up in a bag, he could run that nuclear power plant and keep North Carolina safe or South Carolina, I forget where you are, for three months. Have you ever thought of that? I, I have not entered that into the equation at all. Could you stage some sort of silent protest against the socks and refuse the sock husbandry and just not mate these socks and let them take over the whole household until he realizes the level of his depravity? But then he'll wake me up digging for socks. Well, I mean, if he's got 100 pairs of khaki socks, the chances are if he grabs three of them, he's got a pair of either black or khaki or whatever. Right. How bad could it be? They have to be perfectly, perfectly matched. Same brand, same stripes, same everything, same shade. He's very particular. Now, Matt, this is what's funny to me because it seems like you've gone into a trendy sock trend. Are those, do those violate the Nuclear Regulatory Commission's regulations and the Obamacare of fashion in regards to what you can wear at this nuclear power plant? No, the, the socks are the only things that they don't mention. So then why do you need so many khaki socks? It seemed at the beginning, like you were saying, we need them for a government regulation. If you're going to have a few pair of amazing socks, just have a few pair of amazing socks and wear them with your government-issued khaki pants and white shirts. Well, here recently, they let us start wearing like a, uh, a blue sweater. Oh, how times have changed. That's right. We're, getting, we're fashion forward now in the control room, but... uh. People are wearing the, uh, getting, bring a little sense of class if, to the control room with their uh, fancy socks and their sweaters and now, stuff. I don't know the Navy regulations in regards to sock matching, but do you know the civilian fashion sock matching rule in regards to matching socks to pants? Well, you can either match it to your shirt. No. Or your pants. It'd be a some real stretch to some... match it to your shirt. Socks should be one shade lighter than your pants. As evidenced in the record right now, Monty's dark blue pants and slightly lighter blue socks with a blue teal strand right down there by the bottom right that so if you really want to knock the guys out at the nuclear power plant start going by that motif one shade lighter than the pants we'll be back in just a moment with judge john hodgman's decision you're listening to judge john hodgman i'm bailiff jesse thorne of course the judge john hodgman podcast always brought to you by you, the members of MaximumFun.org. Thanks to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join, and you can join them by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. 
It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up. Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2020-24, Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I, I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step-by-step, day-by-day, bird-by-bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, Imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. First of all, I I heard you through my chamber door, Monty. You used the term psychosis. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible pun. But so I, terrible that you needed to bring it up I again. Enjo- I, I, enjo- I, enjo- I love puns. I enjoyed it. And I know how much you I hate, hate them. I hate myself that I enjoyed it, <laughs> but... The important thing is that I have uh, I, 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 I endeavor to have awareness of the things that I enjoy compared to the things that I reflexively react to. So, for example, that it was a pun makes me loathe you. But that it was a pun that I sort of enjoyed, I can acknowledge that and say, I'm back to adoring you. Always a pleasure to have you in the oh, courtroom. Oh, thank you. And and what I don't know quite what to do with regard to this case is is how to evaluate Matt's level of enjoyment of the many, many, many extraneous socks that he owns. Because, Matt, you have more socks than a human needs. Even and and it's not a situation where you have a crazy sock collection. You just love socks from around the world, or that you love socks uh, that that have specific patterns on them. You have a lot of boring socks, dude. <laughs> you have a lot of boring socks, and what's even weirder is that you don't even have like a, a hundred pair of the same sock which would make your habit of not mating them genius, right? If you had a hundred, if you had a hundred khaki socks that were the exact, you had discovered the brand that you loved and the shade of khaki sock that you love. And you had 20 pair of just those and no other khaki socks. Then I would kind of say, you're, you're a genius. Cause then you don't have to mate them. 
you don't have to put them together. You don't have to match them, which is what we say above the Mason-Dixon line. We don't mate socks. It sounds a little gross. Match them in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Unless you have maybe, a foot fetish. And maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe you're mating of these socks is yeah. why you have too many socks. Yeah. Maybe the socks are given, are, uh, maybe it's so, 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 sock mitosis. No, it's not as oh, good as You said mitosis. I like it. A little punny. Oh, my toes. I got it. I did not mean for that to happen. Oh, now I hate myself. <laughs> and I love you more. Um, so I don't know, you know, and, and the questions that I'm asking, Matt, are like, I don't know where, I don't know whether you're taking pleasure in this. I don't know whether you're compelled. I don't know what has led to the situation where you have so many socks that they're spilling over into a uh, almost sock specific and other extra clothes specific room. And when I ask you about, do you enjoy it? Do you feel compelled to buy more? Do you, do you just love doing it? The only answer that I get that felt really real was I buy them as a joke to bother my wife, which I kind of loved. (laughs) (laughs) And that you, uh, you know, th- then there's the aspect of not just acquiring more socks, but not getting rid of the old ones. You say that people don't want to have old socks. No one needs to have old socks. Throw them away. Throw them away. You don't have to. You don't have to. D- These socks have, have done their job for you. You know what I mean? Like, I bet you if you dump them into a Salvation Army box, there are lots of people who would, who would. Or a or a or a, a a shelter of some kind. There are probably lots of people who would love to have those used socks. That's not your concern, right? Your concern is: Are you happy every day? As long as you're not spending all your money on socks and your family can't live, right? You know, then then all all that's really concerned about all you really have to concern yourself with with regard to these socks is cleanliness and your pleasure. So, are these socks bringing you joy, or are they a hassle, or what? I'm not sure that you have, that you know the answers yourself. Do you? Well, the new uh, socks I got at uh, when I was Christmas shopping, those actually did bring me joy when I bought them. Yeah, but is that the problem? That each time you get new socks, do you have a certain joy, and you're chasing that sock demon? Are you chasing the the... The uh, what's the dopamine response of getting new socks? Is that what's happening? The sock puppet master. No, I mean, there's three that I just bought that because I want. I was excited to go to work yeah. to let the guys see them. Right. <laughs> but those were the only ones that I. Uh, yeah. And then when I saw, I was like, man, those are some cool looking socks. I'll get those. Well, you know, the thing is, that in, in life, you know, there there isn't much that we need. And there are acquisitions that we make, you know, we don't, we don't, not all of us need 11 pairs of khakis. Not all of us need a hundred pairs of socks. Not all of us need the sweatshirt that I got on, which is uh, advertising a particularly weird esoteric brand of uh, uh, Aquavit that they only sell in Chicago that tastes disgusting. You know, we don't need a lot from our clothes other than, other than fairly good, uh, uh, good uh, craftspersonship and warmth and protection from the elements. But we have more clothes than we need, even if we have fewer than 100 pair of socks, because uh, aesthetically it gives us pleasure beyond the practical reason we have clothes. And I am in favor of this. This is what fashion is. And fashion, so long as it is responsible within your own budget and where it's sourced in the world, is a wonderful thing. Hmm. And I can appreciate that what you're going through right now is that on your, you are evaluating your sock collection and setting aside all your other collections on a, on a sock by sock basis. These socks that I'm getting now give me pleasure. This pair of socks uh, I might wear tomorrow. This pair of socks I haven't worn in months, but I'm not going to go through the process of getting rid of it. And at no point do you actually look and say, oh my God. God, I have a hundred pair of socks. <laughs> you're evaluating each sock on its own little merits, but you're not looking at the whole mass of socks that you have in your life. You know that it is not giving your wife any pleasure. And the question that I ask you is when you look at all those socks in front of you, 
Does that give you pleasure to see that many socks? If the answer is truly yes, then I don't have a problem with that. You have a spare bedroom. You have a one child in college. Another child in high school is going to leave sooner rather than later. Maybe this is your thing. Maybe this is the thing that's going to give your life meaning and purpose after you guys become empty nesters. And you just have to press that button so that so that the nuclear reactor doesn't melt down every now and then. And you need some fancy socks and some khaki socks to stay happy and sane in your life. That's fine. But what I don't think, what I think has happened is you've accrued... And this is my opinion uh, that, that is now going to be enforced by fake under the law. You've accrued a rather large, imposingly large collection of socks so far beyond what you need that it is worthwhile to take a look at the whole collection and decide, does this make me happy? And so I'm going to tell you to Marie Kondo it. I don't care. Sorry, Lisa. I don't care about Lisa's happiness. Because you're doing the laundry, you're keeping those socks, as long as you're keeping the socks out of her life, you can have as many socks as you want. But for your own happiness, I'm ordering you to take all of your socks, match them, put them on the floor. This is a Marie Kondo thing. Absorb the picture of all of your socks and then take a big basket or trash bag, right? Pick up each sock, look at it, ask yourself, do this, does this pair of socks bring me joy? If the answer is yes, put it back on the ground. If the answer is no or I don't know, anything other than yes, this gives me joy, put them in the garbage bag. Don't call it a garbage bag, put it a sock bag. Then when you're done, give that bag to Lisa And let her do with it whatever she's going to do. Donate them, throw them away, whatever. You're never going to think about them again. And then if you're left with 50 pairs of socks that all of which give you joy, then you have a defense. You're like, I went through all these socks. They all give me joy. Then your wife can't say anything. As long as you're doing your share of the laundry and you're keeping it out of her hair, go for it. Now, Lisa, when you get these garbage bags of socks, set them aside. I'll tell you why in a second. Matt, you mentioned that you recently had to get all new work shirts because they changed the logo. That's right. Right. Another another great use of time and money in our government. Beginning to sound like a real tea party guy. <laughs> How many old logo shirts do you have that you can no longer wear? Eight. All right. Would you send them to Max Fun headquarters so that we can sell them on our store <laughs> and we'll split the proceeds with you? I can do that for you. I don't know if it's legal. You may want to check. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lisa, when you have that when you have that bag of socks, let me give you the address to send them to. Jesse Thorne. <laughs> maximum fun and i'll and i'll give you the address i don't know whether jesse wants to have it on the air or not the mailing address i'm sure you can find it it's 2404 wilshire boulevard los angeles california 90057 tell me how much it costs to send them i will reimburse you (laughs) <laughs> and you can throw in the shirts as well and we'll sell well the shirts have to go someplace they have to go to tapatico.com here in the commonwealth of massachusetts but but we'll see we'll you know check the legality of selling government expired government logo shirts online because matt i have a feeling you and i are going to make a fortune lisa we're just sending jesse these socks for fun yes he'll love them his fashion sense will just love them well, I don't think he's even going to open the bag. He's just going to drop them in a Salvation Army thing somewhere. There may only be three pair of socks in that whole bag. Yeah, that's true. We don't even know if maybe an it may be an empty bag. It may be an empty bag. But I, I, I urge you, truly, Matt, to seek in this moment, this meditative sock contemplation moment, whether each pair gives you real, active joy. And if not, throw them in the bag. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Matt, how do you feel about Judge John Hodgman's decision? 
I can I can live with it. I liked it. I realize we didn't even ask you how many feet you have, and that probably would have been a fair question to start off with. So apologies if you have more than two feet. But I do think I can't believe how ableist this podcast is. We just presumed that he had two feet. <laughs> uh, sorry, Lisa. That's does that seem like a fair judgment to you? Um, I guess it's fair, but I I agree with you. There's going to be three pair of socks in there. Well, make and sure. And I thought I was going to win this one. Make sure at least they're unwashed before you send them to Jesse Thorne. Let him wear them one more time. Put them in the bag. Send them to Jesse Thorne, and call it a day. Well, thank you both for being on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really want to see how many socks are in this bag. At the, least 75%, I think. No, uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see. <laughs> go big or go home, Matt. Touch base with your joy. I, I will. Your sock joy. And then we'll work on your yeah. white shirts. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Thanks to Alberto Zuniga for suggesting this week's case name, Legal Hosen. To suggest a name for future cases, like us on Facebook. We regularly put out a call for submissions. If you have a case for the judge, submit it at www.maximumfun.org slash JJ Ho. JJ Ho. I've been your guest bailiff, Monty Belmonte from 93.9 The River in Northampton. Julia Smith produces the show. Mark McConville is our editor. Thanks for joining us for the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Sock it to me. That's... Socket, I love it. Socket. I can't think of any others. My to- Socks is hard. My mitosis. Mitosis. I thought was, it was great. Did you mean that? No. I love it, though. <sighs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.